HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. The Houndsman XP podcast is fueled by Joy Dog Food. Joy Dog Food has a rich tradition of supporting the Houndsman of America. Founded in 1945, Joy is proud of its history and the relationship it has built with the American Houndsman. And in 76 years, there's never been a recall. Made with 100% American-made high-quality ingredients, Joy Dog Food has one of the highest calorie-dense formulas on the market. For 76 years, this made-in-America product has kept hunting dogs in the field day after day, season after season. And when we say made in America, Joy has a long track record of fighting for American freedoms by being on the front lines against the animal rights movement and their extremist tactics. Joy will fuel your hounds and fight for your freedoms, fueled by Joy. You know, we all have that one special dog hanging out on the porch. He's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All these things you like coming together to make one superb dog. That was exactly what we had in mind when we made this show. Welcome to All Mixed Up. Chad, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. I'm uh, just trying to stay warm. I got another dang snowstorm, but not enough to go chase a cat in. It's all mud as soon as it hits the ground. So that's me. How about you? It is uh, very, very windy, like 6% humidity and uh, about 80 degrees. So kind of sucky, but hey, I don't like humidity. And I was just in humidity and I felt like I sweat enough to fill a five gallon bucket on my last adventure with Houndsman XP. So I'm happy to be home. I think my, my hounds are happy to be home. A cold front's blowing in tonight from this crazy wind. So it's supposed to be like 30 degrees in the morning and it's going to stay cool for a couple of days. I think I'm going to get one last hurrah with my entire pack until I have to switch to Salukis only from the warm. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it, man. I am. And I'm glad to be home. I, I, uh, as you can tell, I look a little haggard. I, uh, <laughs> I was run pretty ragged in the last three days, but, but man, I had a good time. <laughs> I can't wait to hear all about it. I, I got a million questions. Dude, just shoot from the hip, bro. Cause I'm going to, I'm still electric, man. I, I, all right. I can't stop so, thinking about it. Yep. Well, here you go. Right off the bat. What'd you think of like traditional cur? Leashing, catch dog, hog hunting, you know, it's different from a lot of the other stuff, but like, what's your take? Dude, so it was fun talking to all these guys. First of all, huge shout out to the East Texas crew, Danny, Dustin, Yimmy, Henry, London, uh, Riggin, all you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for hosting me. This was, you guys treated me like family. I felt it. And I really feel like, man, it was just incredible. Uh, 
it was so fun talking to everyone over the course of the three days because, you know, I was like, Hey, I've hunted pigs before with all these weird ways. Cause of all mixed up, you know, mm-hmm. I like to go out and kind of experience off the wall or unique forms of hunting with dogs, you know, thermal side hound hunting and, and thermal rifle hunting and all this stuff, night vision, you know, the lead in traditional style. I'm saying that with air quotes. I freaking loved it, dude. So the build I mean, up straight just... off. <laughs> oh, right? man, the, 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 well, first of all, it's during the day, which means a lot to me, dude, mm-hmm. because I had, I love a hey, plot twist. I love talking to people. And so uh, I talk to <laughs> everyone when I'm all over Texas, North Texas, West Texas, East Texas. And it's funny how the culture and the mindset around these pigs kind of changes. But one thing was I've kind of gathered is a lot of people are like, you hunt pigs at night because during the day you can't find them. And I remember I kind of mentioned that to Danny last year when I was there with Dustin and Danny. And he was like, they don't disappear. They're there. That's what the dogs are for. And I was like, this is my kind of guy right here. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, and I get the limitations of, of hunting, why you have to hunt at night for certain styles of hunting. I get that. That's when the pigs come out and they're in the open and that's what sighthounds need. So no disrespect, obviously, to my sighthound brothers. Um, I just really, really love hunting during the day. And I'm going to say this straight up. I love unhooking a bulldog, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course that you do, man. so fun, man. Uh, the, the way they can just build up that tension. And Danny's dogs had a handle on them. His bulldog, Rubble. Yeah, Rubble. Man, he was just like not <laughs> dragging me through the woods or choking himself out or anything, man. He just walked so good to the bay. And he stood there. I mean, he was pumped, dude. We both were. I swear my electricity went through the leash and connected to his head. Right. Maybe vice versa. <laughs> I don't know. But um, man, it was so awesome. And finally, you know, if some Danny was a badass dude and he'd like sneak into the bay to get some sick footage. Mm-hmm. And then he would whistle. And he'd make this whistle sound. And then I would just unclip rubble. And the mm. mayhem began, brother. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I loved it, man. I loved I it. I bet. <laughs> like to me, the part I always liked about it was like that, you know, you'd hear the bay or you see it on the Garmin, you know, and you start getting closer, it gets louder and louder and louder. And everybody will be familiar with trees. You know, that's the same kind of thing. You get closer and closer, but then you stop and you're like trying to make sure you're far enough out and like the anticipation all the way up to unclipping the bulldog, right? I mean, it that's what that that that's the part, right? And then like when you do it, it's just oh, here it goes. <laughs> Did you were you guys right behind him or yes. would you wait till you heard it, you know, the party start to take off running? So so that's the thing, man. So Danny really had the trip planned out great. I'm going to give a, sh- a brief synopsis of what's going down and just interject where you need to, brother, cuz okay. I'm going to go, man. I'm so go I'm it. so pumped. But um the first day uh so Danny, we had 3 days and Danny was like, "I'm going to take you to my uh, my harder spots." Because he's like, everyone kind of imagines Texas is just like pigs everywhere and it's just mayhem. He's like, I'm going to take you to some harder spots where the pigs, we're going to have to have some races and we're going to have to really find, and the dogs are going to have to hunt. And so I was like, okay, cool. So we went to his first place on the first day. Um, I got on my plane from El Paso at five in the morning, dude. We hit the ground in Houston and he was ready to go. I loaded up, we picked up his dogs and we headed out. Uh, I met Dustin and Yimmy out there. You guys are the bomb. And we hunted, uh, 
those dogs had to run out there and hunt, man. That's what surprised me. So we kind of hung back and we watched our garments and listened and covered ground a lot. And, and that's right. something else I really enjoyed. It wasn't just all day Garmin screen staring. We moved a lot to like mm-hmm. anticipate where we thought the dogs were going to be and where we thought the dogs were going to go. And we would sit there and listen for that bay. And we hunted all day. Those dogs would check in. They'd run way out there and hunt, dude, way out there. At one point, they were like over a mile away. Mm-hmm. And then they would loop back and we'd kind of pick them up or they'd appear on the road. And then uh, we would hunt and hunt. And man, the pigs were tough to find. And Danny, he's no quitter, man. He's like, we're going to go to the far end of this place. I know one last spot. And I think that's where the pigs are. And we were with another guy named Blaine. And uh, he's super cool, dude. And his dogs are really nice uh blaine was already down in there and he's like hey i'm seeing pig sign so come on down here and let's try to cast out so we cast out and blaine's dogs finally dude no i take that back danny's dogs we were sitting in this beautiful little bottom i was chilling with with dustin and yimmy and and danny and blaine and then i heard it dude danny was like they're bayed and i was like oh <laughs> you know like after like five hours of hunting and dude his dogs were hunting like that's another thing that i really liked danny's hunting big country and he was like dude my dogs they better go out and hunt yeah and i was like he let them out and they just took off dude and i was just like wow that is super cool and quite the opposite of everything i experienced you know what i mean because as you know sight hounds hunt close Mm-hmm. close to you and and you you produce the game together hidden prey and they take off but it was so crazy man i mean sniper and and rayleigh they busted up these pigs way out there dude and then we could hear that bark in the distance bark, 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 bark. And, right. and my heart was pounding man ten thousand beats a minute it was time so we we hauled ass to where they kind of were in that general area and uh we led in, dude, and I led my bulldog in, and it was so fun, dude. We uh the but the cur dogs caught the pig without mm-hmm. the bulldog, without the bulldog. I was like, oh dang. And that's the first thing I'm gonna say. Cur dogs can be way tougher than I expected. They they really way can. Tougher. They they know veteran ones know, you know, some of them are just feather soft, you know, and and some of them are straight catch dog. I know a guy that bred black mouth curs and all of his curs would bay, and he had a black mouth cur that he leashed in like a like a bulldog. And it was just a black mouth cur, he'd get 300 yards out and unclip him in a catch vest, and he'd run in there and catch his like so they they can vary, you know, based off the lines, but it sounds like he's got bay dogs that will catch when they know they can do it. Is that kind yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he um he had a kind of an assortment, but he stays away from rough cur dogs. Which yeah. hey, I was thinking a lot about our talk with Python Cowboy because Python Cowboy really likes rough cur dogs, and I can see why because those races can get a long way. But you know, Danny and all them kept saying over and over, man, I'm a good luck charm because dude, they they got on those pigs and they shut them down in like 200 yards. You right. know, so I was like, great, this is awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I'm all spoiled. Um, his curse caught this pig is about the size of a javelina, but it was a cool man because Danny's a pig hunting wizard. He was looking at the garment and he could hear the barks and he was like, it's probably a group. And I, he's like, this is so funny, dude. He was like, <laughs> go, go to the bay, Seth. And I felt like running man, dude. I just took <laughs> off. <laughs> like I was rushing through the brush at like full speed. Right. And, uh, I was running through this really beautiful open patch. And then, dude, as I got close, I just heard like, ah, the popping. Yeah. Dude, 
and like that, like, I don't know how to describe that sound. It's like a bunch of rapid grunting, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there wasn't a lot of popping. It was more just like, okay. Okay. And, and I was like, oh man. And he said, that's kind of their like rallying sound they yeah, make when that's the right. trials kind that's of right. rally. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was just looking through the bushes all pumped and, and, uh, I had my GoPro up and so stay Patreon. It's all there guys. The footage is all there, but, uh, the 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 herd broke and like took off to the woods and then I just heard the cat the the curs barking stop for a millisecond and then I heard the squealing they had caught one mm-hmm. and I ran up there and by that point Danny and them had come in with us and the bulldogs behind me and uh, yeah they'd caught him just straight up and it was just like a small one and so um, Danny and the crew barred him let him out and and it was so crazy man is that like this is what I really liked bro this was badass. So the the curse had him caught and we came in close. Danny grabs the pig by the back legs. And he is so funny. He's like, I was hoping you'd catch him. I was like, are you freaking high? No way. I'm not <laughs> grabbing this thing. And it was only like 50 pounds, dude. I could have grabbed it. But I'm like, nah, dude, I'm not grabbing a freaking pig. I don't know what I'm doing, man. I'm going to get killed. <laughs> and so like he grabbed the pig. But he grabbed the pig, man. And he was just like, he just yelled, he just yelled out to the dogs. He's like, get ahead, get ahead. And they just like drop the pig and just take off, dude. Just roll out. Right. So it was silent. All the dogs were gone. And then he's tying this pig to bar him. And then we just hear bark, 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 like off in the distance where they just rolled out and caught up to that sounder and bait another one, dude. So I was like, that is so awesome. Like I thought, Uh, okay, it's it's over. We caught one. We're done. He's just like, get ahead, get ahead. And they all took off and just freaking bait another one. That's so some good dogs. Pig, let him go. That's oh, some good man, dogs. I mean, there's cool, a lot of dude. people that'll say they can do that, you know, and it's not unheard of by any measure. It's just, you know, hearing somebody say they can, you know, their dogs will release and get ahead on their own, you know, like when you have a hog in hand. Now, if there's no hog, you kill one, you throw it in the back of the truck. It's been a while and you say, okay, go. Yeah. All right. That's pretty standard. But to, like you say, have a hog in hand, a squealing, flopping hog in hand. And I got this one. Go get the next one. That's that's when it's an efficient machine right there. So that, man, that's awesome you got to see that. Well, yeah, I okay, so then I, what happened? Then yeah, what happened? so I freaking, I couldn't believe, like, okay, I go into it with no, I have no idea what it's going to be like, dude. Like, I, I don't know. So, like, to me, that was just like, oh, that's what they do. So I was just like, okay, cool. Like, I can respect, I'm sure that takes a lot of training, right? It does. So he starts saying, get ahead, get ahead. They just took off. So I was like, crazy. So I, this is how stupid I am, dude. I'm kind of a little bitch, right? So like I climbed this, <laughs> I I climbed this tree, yo. He's gonna let out this 50 pound pig bard. And I'm I like climbed a tree, dude, to get away from it. <laughs> I'll admit it shamelessly, dude. Danny, and, and you you said it, Python Cowboy said it, Danny said it. He's like, dude, pigs, they're so overrated. I was like, I don't care, man. I'm climbing this tree. <laughs> so well, that yeah. is the best thing to do. A lot of people, you know, like try and outrun them or something that ain't gonna happen like you'll see a lot of veteran guys if they're trying to ease in on it they'll they'll take one hand and reach out and kind of grab a tree and then like go to the net and go from tree to tree because generally all you got to do is get your feet up and they'll like yeah they'll yeah. run right underneath you you know yeah so, and so you heard it here on houndsman xp folks i'm not i would not consider myself a coward but why do i need to put myself at risk i'm just gonna <laughs> climb a small tree and i'll be fine you so know did I mean? the pig did the pig tree you 
it just took it, off. It, 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 just, <laughs> it just ran off the second he let it go. It just took off, dude. I wanted so, to have like a nice chop or something, you know. I, I wanted I wanted the story where he like you know he, he made was he was he paw, hoofs up on the tree? <laughs> yeah, right, dude. All right, I was hoofs up on the tree. So here's go. the thing: we're gonna we're gonna get down this road because the whole barring thing. It's the first time I've ever even heard of all that. Mm-hmm. So and I learned a lot, and and I. Really was pretty lucky because, man, I saw some crazy stuff. And we'll get there, dude, because I want to talk about the barring thing. Okay. Um, But anyway, so like the bay happened. I'm freaking pumped. The There's another bay off in the distance. And uh, Danny's like, grab grab rubble. Let's go. And I'm just like, hell yeah. So I jump out of the tree and I grab rubble. And we take off to the buggies. We drive down the road a little ways and we walk in. We lead into the next bay and they have one bayed. It's not caught. And uh well, it's kind of on and off caught. And I so I kind of figured it was the same size as the sounder we just broke apart. Anyway, he's just like, uh, let rubble go. And I was like, yes. Like, I really wanted to let the bulldog loose, <laughs> you know? So I, I unclipped rubble and and sent him in. And that was badass. Dude, pit bulls, they are, bulldogs are so badass, dude. I, I don't know. What is it about them that has that, like, mystique? Is it because they're warriors? Is it because they're gladiators? I don't know. Pretty man. much, man. Like, and not much else. I mean, that's kind of they're a little bit, a little. You know, they're they're very loyal, but a whole lot of hate and a whole lot of goat for the critter <laughs> they've been trained, and like all the extras kind of shaved off. You know, they're kind of refined to just grab it and hold on to it and never turn loose of it, no matter what. You know, they're yeah, I man. Too, I, man, I was just like, I, I really. I mean, I just climbed a tree to get away from a 50 pound bar hog. And then this thing is like looking at a 400 pound pig and is like, yeah, I'm going to take you on fool. Like with head my on. face, with my yes. face, I'm, I'm going to bite you in the face and I, with my face. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I agree, man. Anyway, there, there's something very, um, I don't know, very alluring about leading in those bulldogs. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just cool, man. So anyway, um, we catch that pig. And, uh, man, we forgot our knives at the truck because I was so pumped. This is the problem, man. I get so excited that I think everyone else does too. And yeah. so as soon as the buggy hit, we all just took off towards the bay. Right. We forgot our knives. So, man, that's the luckiest pig in the world. We just let him go. Right. <laughs> we couldn't do anything to him. <laughs> we would have probably taken him out of the gene pool, but we didn't have any ability to do that. So mm-hmm. Danny just called his – because then, dude, it was late in the day. And I was like, hey, Danny, like these were long races. He's so nice. He was like, we can keep hunting if you want. I can tell him to get ahead. And I was like, nah, let's – um." let's call it for the day. I was like, I'm hungry. And then also like, man, we got a lot of hunting ahead of us. Let's save your dogs. So he's like, all right, cool. So instead of telling him to get ahead, he just told him to stick around and, and they just stand there. We, they came off the pig and then this cur dog just kind of stayed there and circled around and just kind of stood there. And then we let the pig go and we just called them and they just came with us back to the buggy and loaded up. And uh, we took the bulldog back and loaded him up and we called it for the day. And that was my first taste of like coming into a bay and dude, it's, that was a that was just like dipping your toes in the water because it got way crazier. So we ended up catching seventeen on the whole trip. Wow, nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So we caught two on the first day, two on the second day, and then fourteen at Pigapalooza. Man, it was <laughs> Pigapalooza, <laughs> dude. He's like, I'm taking you to my favorite spot on the last day. So anyway, that was super cool. So long story short, I just. Man, it is awesome, 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, the the you. I like to talk about the walk in too, you know. And I know you've been you've been referencing it a bunch. And like how to how to quite describe it to me, it's like 
as you're walking in with the bulldog, either pulling on you or walking respectfully, either I'll take either. You know, I like them to be well mannered. <laughs> you know, but at that yeah. point, you're 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 you know. I actually you find sometimes. Mm-hmm. I actually find sometimes if the dog's pulling a little bit, you get hung up in the bushes a lot less. Whereas, like I've had some that were like hyper respectful, and they were like healing beside me. And they ended up on the wrong side of the tree like every stinking time, you know? Oh, so yeah. it's almost like pull a little bit, a very little bit. Don't pull me off. I want my, you know, I'd like for my, like my wife to be able to pull them in, you know, leash walk them in. But I don't want, I don't, you know, but I don't want them so slackly should they get hung up, you know? And, yeah. But then my point though is like as you're coming in, as you're getting close enough to wherever you let that particular catch dog go from, what distances? I mean, he might not have even cared. It might have just been case by case. But did he have a set distance that he liked to turn loose from? So here's the thing, man. Walking into the bay actually isn't as easy as you'd think because of the tangle of brush. And yeah. I'm just going to I'm gonna say it right now, dude. East Texas brush sucks, dude. <laughs> I mean, like the briars. So we, okay, so day one was a dream. We caught these pigs in a cattle ranch. The understory was clear. I was able to literally run at full speed up to the bay. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the second day... We're hunting in a swamp palmetto thicket. And so Danny was like, we're not going to catch a lot of pigs here, but there's big pigs here. Okay. And so I was like, okay, cool. And, and so the walk-in varies between like a dream come true to a total on your hands and knees nightmare getting slashed. Dude, my arms are so cut up, man. Yep. And I wore a heavy Wrangler shirt to, to kind of slick off those briars and claws. And it still tore me up, dude. And I'll be honest, I wasn't being super careful. I was really excited and kind of rushing through the brush, just protecting my face mostly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the I also, man, at Pigapalooza, I walked in on a bay. So stupid, man, because I thought I was getting better. It seemed like every time I walked into the bay to try to get footage, because Danny was like, go ahead and get footage. So I like snuck up so I could try to get footage of the bulldogs attacking the pigs. And I was like, Every time I was in the wrong spot or I just couldn't get the right footage or I couldn't see the pig very well, I could just see the the curves running around. So like, then I was like, I'm gonna get a little ballsier and try to get really close. And dude, I, one of the times at Pickapalooza, they had this big boar. It was super, I walked into the wood lot and I could smell that stinky dude. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, there's a boar in here for sure. And I wasn't even close to the bay yet. Anyways, I came around the corner in the bay. I was like on my hands and knees and I came out into this like little clearing and I was looking right at him, point blank, dude. He was like 30 feet away from me, staring right at me. <laughs> and he bolted, man. He bolted. Yeah. I broke the bay. I was like, dang it. And I knew when I saw him, he I, I probably screwed up because I was trying to get too close because curves were like whizzing around me and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. I was super close. So patrons, I was trying to get some great footage, but nah, I screwed it up. So there is like a happy medium. You do have to kind of like sneak in on the bay. I thought the dogs had him. Yeah, I thought a bay was like they had him bayed, like he's gonna stay, but nah, dude. They'll break nah, away. they could break away whenever they want to. It's like a the linebacker. They'll have two or three dogs hanging off their hind end, you know. Like <laughs> they'll they yeah. can choose to stop, you know, but if they see a human a lot of times, especially if they've ever been caught before or pressured really hard, they're they're gonna go if they can, you know, even with like two curs hanging off their hind end, they'll just drag them yeah. through the bushes, you know. And that's the thing, man, how easily he just plowed through that brush was pretty impressive man those things are pigs are badass i again i'm saying it here first but superior life form status i feel like feral pigs can really give hares a run for their money (laughs) they're incredible animals man they're badass Mm -hmm. and so what sucked is they stopped that big boar quick 
And then he just ran after he saw me, he was like, no way. And he took off. It took him almost a mile to get him stopped again. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was like, dang, I ruined that. But everyone was super cool. They didn't care. But anyway, um, yeah. So back to day two, these are like, it's like swampy bottomlands, very Mm -hmm. moist, sludgy water. I didn't, you know, Yemi told me straight up. He's like, anytime there's palmetto thickets, it's going to be like swampy mud. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this ground was like 80% palmettos, man. All right, <laughs> Dang it. So um, we hunted a, quite a while before we finally got into the pigs. Um, the dogs really had to hunt like long ranges. Sniper ran like five miles, dude, mm-hmm. before he finally got on a pig. And um, he was ranging out a long way. Anyway, um, we caught this huge bar hog. And when I ran up on that bay, uh, I just could not, I was not ready for a bar hog. I didn't, you know, (laughs) Danny talked about it a bunch. He talked about them and like the whole reason about them. And and again, I'd like to, this is a good time. We'll go into that bars thing. Cause to me, that's like totally foreign as a guy who's hunted mostly in North Texas barring there. I've never heard of barring there. And here it's like normal, like people bar all the time. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's like totally an acceptable and normal and very widely practiced thing. I mean, every property we went to, everyone's like, bar them, bar them. And we're just like, okay. And I mean, that's just what do this freaking bar hog, dude. His belly was like 10 inches off the ground. (laughs) <laughs> this is the fattest pig I've ever seen. Like, I can't right. even believe a wild pig can get so fat. They and don't, he didn't, that's all that, that's all life is to them then is getting fat, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. They, the, the phrase was they take their mind off ass and they put it on grass. That's yeah. the, that's the thing. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah I, I was just, his cheeks looked like a Vietnamese potbelly pig. Like, he was mm-hmm. like so fat. And the cutters, what surprised me is they can, yeah, huge teeth, huge teeth. Yeah. And I, I just could not believe that. And he's like, dude, they don't fight anymore. Mm-hmm. So when they stop, they stop doing bore things. All they do is sleep and eat and leave everyone alone and just hide and just live their life. And so I was just blown away. The size of this thing, it was so fat and huge, dude, way taller than a normal boar hog, mm-hmm. but so clean, didn't stink. Right. Didn't have fleas on him or ticks or anything disgusting. He was super clean animal. And I was like, whoa. So um, we tied him and left him. And everyone's like, this is what we eat. Like all these guys were like, we come back and eat these huge bar hogs. This is why we bar them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and the meat quality was unbelievable. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um they do a lot of cool stuff, man. I, I was really, really impressed with the the herd management. You know, they they mostly finish sows off. Um, but if they have a particularly beautiful pig that has like beautiful markings, or like we caught one that was black with ice blue eyes. Right. How cool is that? <laughs> that's that I've never so, seen. Like, apparently, that's really rare. Yeah. Yeah. Very. And so they were like, no, add him to the gene pool. Like, that's cool. We'll let him out. And I was like, that is super rad to like make cool looking pigs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we barred a bunch of boars. Uh, we only caught one sow and I wasn't a part of that catch. So they stuck her, but um, they let, we got, we barred all the boars that we, you know, were like, Hey, these would be good meat, barred them and turn them loose. And one boar that had like beautiful color markings, turn him loose. Intact. And then otherwise. Yeah. 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 Intact. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's there like, Hey, he'll make cool pigs, like cool, yeah. beautiful looking pigs. 
Mm -hmm. And so I was like, that's rad, dude. Why not? And I think, you know, I got my interviewer hat on and I asked, I said, why, you know, why, why can you in good conscience let pigs out? And they're like, well, around here, it's not super duper ag. It's like mm-hmm. all piney woods and palmetto thickets. Like there's no, they're not causing this crazy ecologic, or I'm sorry, economic damage that they are in North Texas where it's like tons of ag. Right. And so in North Texas, they're just like kill all of them. But there, they're just like, no, nah, they're a resource that we manage just like a deer herd. That's right. And so we bar, yeah. And I thought that's that's really cool. I really like culture. I love the cultures of people, how they change throughout the world. And I thought that was rad. I mean, they're like, they're breeding beautiful, cool looking pigs. And they're putting out this extremely highly valued meat resource that cannot reproduce and Mm -hmm. contribute to the overpopulation of the wild hogs. And then years later, they come back and they harvest him for meat. And it's like (laughs) 350 pound fat ass bar hog, like just chilling in the dirt, you know, like I I couldn't believe it. It was so cool. It's paid so dividends back. It's like an investment. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. It's like it's a, a 401k. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. And so um, we caught that bar hog. We tied him and we're like, hey, we'll mark him. We'll come back for him. And so then we loaded up the hounds. We took him back up to the truck and uh, we we let him rest. We took him back to the buggy, let him rest. And uh, we hunted all day. We caught another monster bar hog, monster, monster bar hog. But they were like, um, I got pictures of them, dude. He, they're, they're like barrels on like a foot tall legs because their stomachs are so fat. And um, we turned him loose. We were just like, nah, we'll, 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 and we'll cash out this bank account later, dude. Right. <laughs> um, we already got one big bar hog for meat. Let's just let him go. So we just let him go, man. I was like, that's really rad, actually. And the landowner was like, I love bars. He's the one, the landowner was like, bar every boar you catch. We love bar hogs. We love eating them. And so um, just bring us meat from bar hogs and we're happy. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's what we did. And it was really rad. So different strokes for different folks. I had, I'd never even heard of, of and and uh, Danny can bar a hog really quickly. It's a, like, it's a quick operation, its isn't right. it? You know, you think you got to like... Oh, we need a we need a we need an overhead light and set up a table. No, it, you could you could do it on one leg if you <laughs> if you're good at it. You know how fast was he? Ten, at it? ten seconds. Yeah, there you go. Ten did seconds. Did he go back through the same hole, or did he make another cut? Two two slits. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And some people done. go through. Yep. And I don't think it really makes that much of it. But I don't know if you know they'll 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 cut they'll cut one out and then go into that same hole and then off to the side to get the other one so that there's only one. Oh, okay. You know, but I honestly, yeah, yeah. the first thing they're going to do is go slap it in a mud pit anyway. <laughs> I don't think you're, That's I don't think you're exactly saving it. That's exactly what Danny said. Yeah. It's a very, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great minds think alike, Danny. <laughs> um, he's like, the first thing they do is go stick their butt in mud. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. So he's like, we, you cut, you slash, squeeze, cut, slash, squeeze, cut, and then spray some silver spray on it if you have some uh-huh. and let him go. And you didn't bite it? he wasn't squealing anything. He was just like, nah. Yeah. He was just like, <laughs> and took off. So nobody bit it. Off, nobody bit it though. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, no biting, dude. No biting? No biting, dude. Oh, God. No yeah. biting, dude. Uh, they didn't get, they didn't try and get you to bite it off, huh? Oh, man. I'm going to have to talk no to them. No biting, brother. Absolutely not. <laughs> I am no, and you couldn't pay me enough to bite a pig's 
freaking testicle, dude. That is our, what, yeah, one of the, the tubes. Absolutely not. Dude, I was climbing up a tree from a javelina-sized wild hog. You think I'm going to bite one's balls? Dude? Are you crazy? <laughs> You're uh, right. Uh, so anyway, that's hilarious. Yeah, and I was like, I, and I asked the guys around the pig, I was like, hey, would you rather be barred or just killed as a boar? And it was so funny, the answers I got. Chad, would you rather be barred and turned loose or uh, killed straight up? It depends on the circumstances. Uh, like, is there an option to like fight it out to the death? I don't. I don't want to just be executed, you know. But like, well, I, I, I mean, need a third well, option. You got here, your yeah. chance before the bulldogs. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They told me ahead of time, like, hey, if you get caught, one of the two is going to happen. Then I'd probably just fight it out personally. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say it right now, dude. I'd rather be a bar hog, and I'll tell you why. Because once you're barred and you're stupid, like a hog, yeah. you don't know any better. So yeah. you're just oh, like, yeah, definitely. your brain chemistry changes. Yeah. And you're just like, now all of a sudden, I'm I happy. just want to eat and hang out. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I want to watch the Gilmore Girls eat chocolate and hang out. You know what I'm Gilmore saying? Girls. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. And so, <laughs> and so yeah, that's, that's fine. That's cool. That's, and so, that's um, anyway, funny. yeah. So this, the second bar hog we caught had an ear tag dude or someone oh, tagged good. him like and, uh, numbered yeah. or or like was it a clip or yeah. an actual like cattle tag like a cattle tag okay was it and here's another thing here's what's funny when you really get into folks some folks managing them they'll actually do the uh um the bug repellent tags you know so they're numbered and they actually have you know whoa whatever you'd say Dang. i don't know insecticide is that the right word for it you know but like a, a yeah uh, yep. A treatment. There you go. Whatever. But, and it's still not going to keep them all off of them, but it'll help with the lice and a bunch of other stuff, you know? So like sometimes you'll even get n- n- numbered treated tags, ear tags on them, you know, that's pretty cool. Or and <laughs> other folks awesome. notch them, you know, did they notch any? Did, did, yes. Yes. We had notched hogs. Yes. Yes. Okay. Some of the bogs, bar hogs had notched ear tags. And that's like, like a little ears, signature. Sorry, not yours. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. a little signature, you know, low, you know, and there's some overlap in like highly populated areas, but for the most part, you could tell where Jimmy notches his and Fred notches his, you know, and, and so yep. on and so yep. forth. And it kind of, uh, it's really neat when you, you know, you, I, Hey, I barred this hog, you know, like this is what yeah, I did, yeah. you know, like, so that's, that's kind of, it neat. was, and so, yeah, that was, it was also really cool. Cause Danny's kind of a pig wizard. And he was, he, he was cool. I like to, I'm going to apologize to him right now on air. I asked thousands of questions. I'm no, sure. not set. No, <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, I know. But every time we'd get a bay, I'd be like, what do you think it is? Like it kind of became like a running joke and dude, I'll give him credit. He was right every time. And you so, can just tell uh, by the intensity of the bay, you yes, know, the barking exactly. and the, the, the way they worked it, you know? Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. good. And, and That's so awesome. I was like, yeah, I was super impressed with that. But anyway, so um, we we wrapped up day two. The dogs were pretty sore. Uh, Blaine's dogs uh, didn't run quite as much as Danny's, but they still covered some ground because he got there a little later in the day. And Blaine's dogs actually bayed both of those hogs. So thank you, Blaine. I'm glad you came, brother. We were just in the wrong place. And and Blaine let out in good spots. And his dogs were really nice. They did their job. Uh, so... Danny, we went home. We were going to have a crawfish boil, but we were too tired. I've never eaten crawfish before, and I really wanted to, but uh, 
I just, we didn't get to it, which kind of bummed me out. But at the same time, I was super happy to kick it with Danny's family and hang out at their house because they have a beautiful home and it was very relaxing. So I'm happy we stayed in. Uh, it was really fun to just kick it at his house. And Danny mm-hmm. was like, all right, I'm taking you to Candyland. He's like, we're going to go to a ranch with some <laughs> cool guys. And they were, he's like, last time we there, we did a 24-hour hunt and we caught 89. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man, them boys are busy, huh? Yeah, That's yeah. Nice. He's like, literally, you're tying and running to the next bay as fast as you can move. Mm. So, yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. So, okay, we get to Candyland in the morning. I'm tired but pumped. <laughs> so we meet some cool guys. We uh, we meet Henry. We meet London. We meet Riggin. And uh, we go out there. We start turning out dogs. And, dude. I mean, we have a bay in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it was run up to the first bay. Um, if, if you guys remember on the Insta stories, I'm pouring sweat. I, I literally could not post the stories fast enough. I ran, I walked into my first, we got into the bay. Okay, everyone, I want you to imagine this with me. This is a cattle ranch. It's beautiful, rolling, gorgeous, rolling meadows. And then these stands of like super thick woods in like a circle. So they're islands of heavy timber with like watered bottoms surrounded by these gorgeous open pastures. So we can just like haul ass in our buggies from one bay in this crazy wood patch to another. And so all day long, they're just overrun with pigs. Their meadows are totally rooted all up. And so we haul ass to the first wood wood lot. We get out I lead in rubble. This has become my favorite thing to do is lead rubble in. So I I, I lead in rubble and uh and I and then they're like, all right, turn him loose. I turn loose rubble. He catches the first hog. We run up, it's a boar hog. Um uh I can't remember what happened. You know what? Honestly, I didn't stay for the aftermath. Everyone, there was so much help there, and everyone was so cool. They were just like, uh, just go, Seth, go to the next bay. R- run, Seth. And I was just like, <laughs> yay. And so like yeah i didn't have to do any work and i'm sure a lot of the listeners already know but guys make sure you're hunting with lots of young people because those (laughs) young guys like they were more than happy to do all of the heavy lifting and what great hosts they were i didn't have to lift a finger they were treating me like a correspondent for 60 minutes or something i was just (laughs) i'd get there the first pig this this guy london like jumped on this thing and just I don't know what happened. I just took off running. And so uh, he jumped on and caught it. And then they were just like, go, go to the next bay. Cause the dogs already had one, another group bayed. Um, they, these, some of the dogs didn't have to even be told to get ahead. As soon as the bulldog hit, they let go of the pig and just took off. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, uh, I went to the next bay and they released some bulldogs on this pig and the pig broke bay before the bulldogs got there. And so this long foot race happened. So there's a GoPro footage on the Patreon page of me just like running through the woods at like full steam ahead, uh, running, running, running. I I felt like a freaking thoroughbred. I was like, this is going to be good footage, man. I like jumped this creek. It came out all cool on the GoPro. Ah, very nice. But anyway, 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 it's so stupid. So I get to the bay. <laughs> I get to the catch. The bulldogs caught the pig. They're way faster than you would think. Pigs and bulldogs. And and the bulldogs actually caught the pig and uh, I got there. I was super sweaty, so I wasn't going to run to the next bay yet. And uh, we got there and, and again, man, uh, they, they tied that pig and barred him and then I uh, let him go. And then we go up to the buggies rest. And then man, there's just bays everywhere. I mean, there's dogs just, 
this this woman I, I cannot remember her name it's Regan's mom uh I cannot remember her name to save my life and I apologize uh she had a lot of really nice dogs and dude she's just like I got four bays pick which one you want to go to and I was just like uh okay I look at the garment I'm like that one so we just like go to that one and then I run in there and let they had bulldogs and they had this old bulldog. No, no. Uh, who Henry had this old bulldog, and it's, I mean, it was like an eight-year-old bulldog, and that thing, it did not care, man. Like you could tell, it was showing its age. I mean, its back legs were not as strong as it once was, but just a fearless warrior. I mean, absolutely fearless. You know, right? I, I don't know. I was telling you about bulldogs. There's just something about it. I gravitated to those dogs, and uh, man, we unclipped him. And he ran down there to to catch this big hog that bait in this big, big boar hog bait in a river, like in a stream. And he jumped down into that water. And I don't know what it is, if the pig kind of like the boar, like saw him and kind of zeroed in on his intense body language or what. But those two just ran at each other and met in this creek at full steam ahead. Both of them just boom, hit each other. And of course, the pig is way bigger and stronger. Right. That old that old boy got rocked jumped up and just smashed into that pig like nothing even happened and i was just like Damn. got him caught got him oh caught. yeah he had yeah him caught. yeah dude awesome and i just had nice. great respect i was like dude this old boy man he's like the equivalent of like a 60 year old man he's just like give him to me let's do this you know right <laughs> it was sick dude I, I i was just blown away by their 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 bravery their intensity I don't know, man. I just like bulldogs. They're cool. So anyway, um, he got the pig caught. And then, man, this guy, London, he I was on the bank. I'm not getting in the water, dude. No, I'm sorry. And this guy just ran and jumped on the back of this pig and just started going to town on him. I was like, this guy's <laughs> badass. He's like on its back, just bah, 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 and just going to town on it because it was a dangerous situation for the dogs. They caught him in the water and the, the curs were piling all over him. And that's how apparently dogs get hurt. Yeah, no bulldog there to, to hold the head. So it was just they dogs. Have, they had the bulldog there, that old one, but he's really okay. old. Yeah. And, and yeah. he's like, I didn't want to take a chance and get a cur dog hurt bad. And so he's just like, I had to finish the pig off. But mm-hmm. man, he that kid is a badass, man. He's tall. He's like six five. And he just jumped on that sucker and started going to town on him. And I was like, I am so glad these dudes are here. I was useless, man. It was a big bore. And I wasn't going to grab him. Hell no. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing, dude. I got yeah. to the point where... Yeah, anyway. The Houndsman XP Podcast Network is powered by Cajun Lights. All of your lighting needs for hunting can be taken care of at Cajun Lights. They have three models of cap lights. I'm going to run through them real quick. You've got the Rogueroo, which is their high-end light. If you're a competition hunter and you got to find that coon up in a tree and it's all riding on finding that coon, you'll want the Rogueroo on your head. Next is the Bayou. That's a pretty standard light, but it's got packed with features. It's got multiple colors. It's got walking lights. It's got the red, the green, the amber. It's all built in right into that light. And then you have one of my personal favorites, the Micro Gator. The Micro Gator is an ultra lightweight cap light. It's got all the features of a white light, red, green, and amber. I've used this light for everything from finding bear tracks early in the morning to coon hunting at night to working on plumbing in the house, changing tires on the side of the road. My truck doesn't leave the driveway without a Cajun light in it. And that light is the Micro Gator. 
Every Cajun light is durable, made from the highest quality components, and it is backed by Cajun's top-rated customer service. Check out Cajun Lights. You can go to our website at houndsmanxp.com. Go to our sponsors page. Hit that link. It'll take you right to Cajun Lights. Check them out. They got a lot of stuff to offer over at Cajun Lights. That's one of the things that get like like you say that can happen. Especially if the if the dog's older or tired, you know, like the bay break, like you said earlier. Sometimes if you lease the you know, unclip the catch dogs and they're on their way in and they break and then run another mile and then you know your catch dog's there, but tired, they can control the head a little less, you know, because that's that's one of the main points of the bulldog is to grab the ear and, and hold it. And as long as something's holding that head still, relatively still. They don't have the freedom of m- movement to throw those tusks around, you know, and that's when your cur dogs get hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. And if the bulldog's tired or older, sometimes they'll walk with the with the hog a little bit, or or you know, sw- move with them, you know, as opposed to if he's fresh, he's gonna lock on and just hang and pull his hardest, and you know, try and try and control the head and prevent the range of motion, you know, that can get your other dogs in some trouble. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, it wasn't thing. just for to put on a show he probably was you know stepping up you know oh yeah and that's the cool thing i really these guys were so humble and cool all of them every single one of them no no i felt like nobody was there trying to look like a badass i felt everyone was really doing it right and 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 yeah he wasn't even i don't know if he even knew i was there but he was just there to protect those dogs and i give that guy he's a human bulldog he jumped on that sucker and i was like dude this guy's a badass and apparently <laughs> not the only one because and this is the last like in-depth story i'll tell one of the bays we didn't get to uh one of danny's dogs sniper was off running around uh, he's a recurring name as you can tell sniper's a badass so sniper ran off and was hunting a different section of the ranch with some other dogs and uh they bayed this hog and it's just one of the ones we didn't go to um, we got a call and this is when I, and, and I first met uh, Reagan, he was like, um, they caught this monster, monster bar hog. And I could tell on the phone, just the way they were talking and on speaker that they were extremely excited. And I, they were like, this bar is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. You guys need to come. So we were like, oh, dang. So instead of telling the dogs to get ahead, we come, called everyone in, let them rest for a minute, get some water. And we brought the dogs in. We hauled ass over to where they had this big bar caught. Um, this guy, this kid Riggin caught, jumped on this bar and killed the bar. Um, it was so fat that his blade had trouble getting through to the, to the hogs like vitals. Yeah. But he obviously <laughs> succeeded. Mm-hmm. Chad Reynolds, this bar was over 400 pounds and it's tusks looped around and came through its cheek and into its jawbone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. He's been around for a little while. Danny was like, I've been hunting pigs my like for decades. And he's like, this is the biggest bar hog I've ever seen. And, and like everyone around was like, you're good luck, dude. I don't know what it is, but like, we've had more crazy stuff happen this week. And this thing, I, I posted pictures guys. It's all again. It's all on the Patreon page. It was on the Insta stories. Those tusks look like handles. You could like grab onto them and like pick up his head. The, the tusks grew into his jawbone. So you can see the hole like through his cheek oh, and this gosh. thing. You couldn't even get a pin raised pig that fat. I mean, you could, duh. But like, I mean, it had an eight. So we butchered that. All. Obviously, we butchered that pig for meat. Yeah. Uh, eight inches of belly fat, dude. Eight inches thick. There you go. 
anybody make lard out there? Any any uh, any work with that, or did they put it to the side? Or uh, heck, they probably had pens, you know. And um, well, I don't know. He was dead, obviously. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. What I don't know. I have no idea what they did with the meat. Gotcha. But everyone gotcha. was very excited. Let's just say that everyone was like, "Oh my god, these are gonna be the best!" Like meaty juicy i mean that thing was it looked like a cow's footprints i mean its hooves were enormous this is a giant animal and Man, its I'm belly now. dude i know i really <laughs> was blown away and and there's a lot of jokes chad reynolds there's a lot of jokes about you on the on the on the um so i interviewed danny obviously and uh, all right, we all talked right. And he's making fun of you not making fun of i'm making fun of but he's uh they don't eat boar hogs there bro what? No, no, no. <laughs> well, they, you know, if they if they got if they got the bar hogs all over the place and they're spoiled by choice, and that's not a bad thing. Not like they're, you know, I'm just saying if they have all the options, then yeah, why not? You know, but it's, yeah, he's like, you can let Chad and the Florida guys have all those boar hogs. Is that right? <laughs> oh well, <laughs> you'll hear it. He's their own. You know, they sure as heck know what they're talking about over there. Hmm. But yeah, it was uh, it was it was re- amazing how clean uh, those bar hogs were. I honestly, oh, yeah. I'd prefer to eat a bar only because I was taught by Texans. So I see a boar hog and I'm like, ugh. But I would like to do this, Chad. Let's catch a huge, nasty, disgusting, rank boar taint boar hog uh-huh. and let's cook him, dude. I want to have my yeah. mind changed. You know, I'm an adventurous yeah. eater. One hundred percent, man. It, it's too easy, you know. Too easy. <clears throat> So we'll anyway, we, we'll have to make yeah, it. Yeah, I would love to. I we barred we 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 killed that last monster bar hog. And then anyways, guys, we caught 10 more pigs. Uh I I had a in this episode too, you're gonna hear a short interview with uh with my buddy Riggin. He's 15. He's out there, he's been hunting since he was a fetus, quite literally. But uh <laughs> he's a cool kid, man. I was so glad that boy was there. I was calling him the American Eagle because uh we got up to this catch. And uh, I was so glad that kid was there, man. I was beat from running around in that heat. I'm just not used to that humidity. And uh, I, 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 uh, he had two bulldogs that you could walk in. They didn't need to be led. Um, they walk. They healed with him, and then off he leash. gave them the command. Yes, off leash. Good, cool stuff. Nice. Yeah, and so I was really impressed. One of his catch dogs. Well, I'll let him explain. It's really cool. And so uh, I have it on film again, but. Mm-hmm. He just led those dogs in and uh, boom, they, they got this pig. They broke the pig broke bay. The bulldogs ran him down and caught him in the water. By the time I ran around, got out there to see what was going on. This kid had already stripped down to his skibbies and jumped in there and caught that boar hog by the back legs in the water. And he was wearing underwear that had American Eagle, like huge in bold, like on the waistband. So I was like, this kid, this kid's the American Eagle, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, That'd make a great advertisement right there. We ought to see That's that on a billboard somewhere, man. <laughs> you want to get sponsored by American Eagle Hounds and XP? We got some badass little fellows out there smoking big boar hogs in their skivvies. <laughs> yeah, man. That's that was nice. Yeah, so he's a he's a uh he he's the one that killed that humongous bar hog. And then uh he he caught that big boar hog and tied him in his underwear. So uh Riggin, glad you came, buddy. You're a fast little dude. You can work through the underbrush quickly. So uh, glad you were there. Anyway, guys, that was it. I had an amazing time. I it am, sounds like it. I definitely am going back. And Danny was like, we're not going to go to my hard spots. I wanted you to experience it. And now every time we go back, 
shout out to Henry. It was his property. He is, we made great friends with Henry. Danny already knew him, but I felt like we got really close and he was like, you're welcome back anytime. Let's go hunting. So guys, next time I go back, we're going straight to Candyland right off the bat. And we're going to just have an apocalypse. Right <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So it, it was awesome. You guys, I had an amazing time and, uh, lead in bay dog or i'm sorry bay dogs lead in catch dogs it's my favorite way i'm gonna say yeah. it right oh, now you heard, you heard it. gosh you heard it here oh yep. man it's that my favorite way good. to hunt a pig yep yep it's awesome so it it was incredible chad if there's anything you need to ask me now now's the time brother but i just laid my soul out it was just so fun oh, yeah you gotta come got- next time <laughs> oh, I got, yeah, I really wanted to go this time too. I just could not swing it, you know, but I, yeah, if, you know, I'm jealous as heck. How about that? You know, so I'll have, to, I'll have to make time for the next one, but I do, I do have a few questions. What kind of curs? I mean, you know, a lot of times they could be crossed up with a mangly black mouse with some catahoulas running around. A lot of times you can get mixes of the two. Like what were they working with there predominantly? Uh, mostly cur dogs. Um, and then obviously in the interview with Danny, he's going to break it down a little bit more. Oh, okay, cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, but mostly curs. Yep. Mostly right. either straight up black mouth curs or, uh, some slight mixes and I can't remember exactly. So, uh, what the crosses were, but mm-hmm. Danny broke, Danny breaks it down. So, okay, good. Yep. Um, yep. let's see that. And then like you said, side by sides, pickup trucks, you know, like that's side by sides with the king. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Side by sides of the king. You yeah. see some cool rigs because that you see some brilliant, like glory, yeah. full <laughs> redneckery on some rigs. Sometimes some <laughs> yeah. of them are super you know, clean. These guys, you know. Yeah. But every now and then you see some contraptions. Mine used to be hanging off the sides of four wheelers, where I'd have like three or four dogs buckled down to the front of it, you know, and that into the back as well. It 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 could be it could be it could be pretty uh, glorious. These guys had to some witness. sick. Sick rigs, man. They, they had Can-Am Defenders with nice metal dog boxes. And shout out to the Bulldogs again, riding on top, clipped in. Some of them clipped in, some of them not. Some of them just rode up there. But they rode mm-hmm. all day on the tops of those rigging boxes. And, uh, man, <laughs> they just rode all day. We, I mean, mm-hmm. we driving through crazy thick brush. They're smart. They just duck down, get underneath the rig box where they are protected, and then they just stand back up again when they're right. out of the bushes. Like whack-a-mole. And, they just pop right back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, nice setups. Um, everyone had sweet Can-Ams and uh, boxes and they were like, oh, Seth, like, man, you need to, you need a razor. And I was like, dude, I can't afford a Can-Am, bro. I got a beat down old donkey of a buggy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mine's an old, it's 15,000 miles on it, son. You push the gas down and it, it doesn't roar. It coughs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. You know but it gets the job done. But so, side by yeah, side, it was awesome. for the main, the main, the main form. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's that's yeah. one of the best ways to go. There's light. And you can get through all the mud yep. real easy and the whole bit. Um. Bingo. So all right. Well, that was mainly it. I was really curious, and I, I I look forward to hearing about the the dog breakdown too. We don't have to answer that twice, you know. But uh, uh that and the rigs. That's mainly what I was interested in. The bar hogs. Do they? Yeah. There's some people that actually have bar barring knives where the points taken off of it. You know. So the, the, you know, <laughs> you know, so it, you know, it's a nice straight blade, you know, almost like a like a shaving blade, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, well, I wasn't sure if you no, saw we any just those had fancy knives, pants things running nope. around. Nope. No, yeah. <laughs> we they just had a uh, good old fashioned sheath knives that uh made them good old fashioned bar hogs. And I quickly. like 
I noticed some of the videos you were taking and pictures, you know, the way they tied their pigs is different from the way I did it. I'm, 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 I was really, really interested in how they, they did that. It looked like a slip knot on one and then uh, like hitches going to the next. And then, you know, and then there was a length long enough to tie, you know, up somewhere to keep them from standing up because they can. Like even, I've had them shimmied inches from the front right, inches from the back left, and the front left inches from the back right, and they can get up and like, you know, like they'll, <laughs> they'll like, we're like inch, inch, inch away, you know, they, they can't do it. <laughs> Tiptoe so, away, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, that's so that hilarious. can That's something I used to like to do too, is like, you know, just put a leash through the bottom and tie it up so that they can't really stand up or put them on a hill or something. But I thought that uh, with the yellow ropes, right? Mm-hmm. I thought, yep. okay, yep. yeah, we'll have to get them to come back later and break down the way they tie because everybody's got their own little style with that too, you know? Their own, their own little kung fu yeah. knot or whatever you want to call it, you know. But I, I, you know, we'll have to get, we'll have to get them to break it down. It might be a trade secret. Some folks don't like to share, uh, but um, no, I'm really guys curious are cool. about They'll that as you. well. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's all I got, man. Yeah. Great story. I, I can't hear the, can't wait to hear the rest of it. I mean, I pretty much laid it all bare, man. I, I don't think I left anything out except okay. for you know just the repeat broken record of me leading into a in a bay breathing and my heart pounding and letting a bulldog go, but gotcha, gotcha. it's incredibly fun. <clears throat> I'm going to openly admit, uh, definitely in my top four favorite ways to hunt with dogs, period, like of all time. Yeah. Um, so far that I've experienced on these really wonderful travels I've had. Um, it was amazing and I'm definitely coming back. So love the footage. If you guys love the footage, there's going to be a lot more coming and maybe Mr. Reynolds will be standing next to me and Chris Powell too. Chris was like, Hey, you better invite me next time. You crazy guy. And I was like, (laughs) absolutely. So maybe it'll be a Houndsman XP rendezvous. Here we go. And we'll have ourselves a good old fashioned HXP apocalypse. (laughs) <laughs> that's it that hasn't gotten old yet Porkless. <laughs> so, so, i dig it anyway guys i say hey let's let's roll in and let uh danny butts himself kind of i interviewed him and uh I, I worked hard to make sure that uh my recap won't be a broken record so you guys uh i asked him a lot of questions that i felt like i really wanted to hear from a, a expert dog him dog man and uh pig hunter so uh let's hear it me and danny butts coming back i'm going to tell everyone now we were going to sit down and record in his house. We got home late every night and we were freaking exhausted. So this was recorded on the way to the airport. So there will be a little sounds of traffic in the background, but I hope you guys can still enjoy it hearing from hearing from Danny Butts himself. And uh, yeah, just quick shout out again. I, I think this is really important. I met some really awesome people on this hunt. And so I just want to give a quick shout out. Thank you, Danny, for inviting me. Dustin Machado, you guys, you heard him Southern trackers. He's the, who invited me to East Texas first treated me like family, made me feel really welcome. And uh, I met Danny with Dustin. They both are Southern trackers and uh, you guys go back and listen to that blood trailing episode I did with Dustin. And there's lots of um, a bonus material on the Patreon page from that trip as well. And so thank you guys. You guys are the best. Henry, thanks for letting us come out on your land for Apocalypse, Pigapalooza, Candyland. That was the best. Uh, it was so fun. And uh, shout out to all the guys that came, London, Riggin, all you guys. Uh, I know I'm missing a couple names. I apologize. Uh, you guys are awesome. and You guys made it a great time and, and really showed this uh, dusty New Mexico desert rat how fun it can be in the Palmetto Swamps. So uh, without further ado, folks, let's roll right into Danny. And uh, yeah, thanks again, everyone guys, I'm going to start this off by just saying this trip was so epic 
so crazy, so pigorific that we're gonna have to record on the drive to the airport. So there's gonna be some road noises, I'm sure. We're gonna just have to deal with that. We were gonna sit down and record last night and Danny was like, no, because tomorrow is gonna be even more epic. That was today and today was freaking crazy. I can't even, dude, today was, was so fun. It was a good time, good time. I can't believe how many firsts you guys had with me here. I feel like a lucky dude. Yeah, yeah, you're very lucky. Everyone, not not everyone gets to catch listed bars and blue-eyed hogs and teeth that wrap back into the hog's jaw. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here, you guys. Uh, one of these bars we caught, its teeth like wrapped into its own jaw, like into its molars. Both sides, very rare. How, okay, I got lots of questions here. Houndsman XP, you guys, there's a lot of pig hunters in the house, and I get it, you guys. This is very very fun I want you I'm gonna ask some simple pig questions I want to get everything laid out sometimes with these interviews the um, terminology some people can get lost so let's break this down first off what is a listed hog listed hog is a striped hog like a, a ham it's a Hampshire hog so they have a white stripe or a white band around behind their shoulders from their shoulders back okay what is a bar hog bar hog has been castrated bar oh. hog that's been castrated so i didn't know that i knew a barrow was the term but i never put it together that bar means like a neutered hog i always just thought it was an accent thing yep and they'd be like i caught this bar and i was like you mean a boar no a bar boy and i was like <laughs> oh, okay so, of course, I didn't say, you mean a boar, but that's what I was thinking in my head. So, okay, bar hogs are neutered hogs, you guys, and we came across quite a few of those. Three, four, four of them total. Why do people bar hogs? Uh, so we can eat them. Uh, they're very good eating after you catch them. If they've been been barred for a while, uh, the one that the teeth went back, they said they cut that off five years ago. Five years ago. The carcass quality is insane. So fat. Very, very, very fat. All they do is eat and sleep. The, the, and term, is, the term is takes their mind off ass and puts it on grass. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we caught a black hog with blue eyes. Sky blue. Very, very so bright crazy. Blue. Looked like he was wearing contacts, like blue contacts. I uh anyway, we got some of that out of the way, you guys. I'm gonna say it right here. This trip was unreal. So much fun. My first time hunting daytime pigs uh, with the old school way. You guys know here it all mixed up. I like to showcase the offbeat, the path less traveled, but I couldn't help myself. You guys remember my, my blood trailing episode with Dustin Machado and Danny Butts here? Uh, and Danny was like, oh, I got some pig dogs. And Dustin was like, you should come. And then I came and here I am. And yep. daytime pig hunting, that's... That's where I died. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself, brother, and tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been running pig dogs. Danny Butts, uh, I've been around dogs my whole life, hunting dogs my whole life. I guess I got my my first dogs to raise up whenever I was about 14 years old. I'm 31, I've been raising my own dogs ever since. So, I've been doing it a long time, longer than a lot of the people that do it nowadays. Uh, what do you love about pig hunting? Oh, just being in the woods in general. 
watching watching my dog man. work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, they are. They're horrible. East Texas briars. Yeah. Oh man, briars are like a vine, a mesquite vine. Yeah, I tripped on like 15 much. of those things. Not as much as Blaine's kid. Yeah. But <laughs> you guys, good news. I tripped less than a seven-year-old. Yeah, barely. <laughs> it, it's it's so fun and, and it's so exciting. I was I was gonna ask you too. Uh, have you hunted other types of hog hunting? Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. what? Uh, off a boat. Done the the marsh off the boats and then out in West Texas, bunch of rock and mountain type stuff vanderpool utopia very very hard country on your dogs and their feet uh i brought you to some of my harder stuff out here in east texas and then i showed you Candyland. oh the, the difference i'll take the Candyland all day every <laughs> even day. my dogs being <laughs> whooped from two days of hard hard hunting they yeah, still yeah still produce hogs over there easy what dog you think ran the most this, this trip I, i'm gonna say I have my judge, I have my guest, and I promise everyone I'll be honest. Who do you think ran the most? Sniper or Rayleigh. I was going to say One Sniper. Of the two. Yep. One of the two. Sniper had a habit of just going off and hunting, and then we had to be like, all right, Sniper, we're going to leave you, go to a bay, and then come back four hours later. Yep. Every time. <laughs> yeah, man, he can really cover some ground. A lot. What do you like in a good East Texas hunting dog? Oh, uh, they got to have brains and bottom for sure. And uh, a nose definitely helps with how how much the hogs travel. But you you've seen that. What kind of nose are you looking for? Uh, not too cold, but something cold enough where they can trail hogs from the from the evening before, or night before, something that'll know there's hogs in the area, and go hunting and see if they can get you know cross a different hotter track, and put pigs at the end of it. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. These races aren't long at all, bro. Yeah, yours weren't. <laughs> you're as lucky as they come. Yeah, Danny, Danny and then we're, everybody at, at camp today we're hanging out with, we're just like, wait, how long was your longest race? And I was like, I don't know, like 50 yards. And everyone's like, what kind of luck does this guy bring? Well, you seen one today that was longer than the ones we had in my, in my hard gun. Yeah, yeah. How long was that, the longest one? Because we caught 13 today, right? Uh, yes, 13. No, there was 13 caught by the entire group. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I casted the dogs. They went 900 yards bay to boar. We went around, the boar broke. We got back to the gate where he had crossed the road. We were six tenths of a mile from where they bait him and then they're 1.15 to where they stopped him again. So that was probably, I'd say, close to almost a two mile race, if yeah. not a little more. Yeah, that was fine. That was as a crow flies, so. Dude, I came in and ruined a bay. I felt like an idiot. No, nah, you didn't. It just getting in close, the hogs seen you. We, we didn't have the enough dogs in there to keep his attention. Just a couple dogs in there on him. And, and he said, go instead, run in there. hogs are smart. <laughs> the first the first pig, we were hunting a hard place, you guys, and the first pig, like, we found was, like, in this wood lot, and it was beautiful, open forest, and so Danny was like, run, Seth, and I just took off running. Well, we busted a group. The The dogs picked a showed out and uh, got it caught. That's why I was telling you to run and go ahead and go get it. And, and I loved it. You'll see the video on Patreon, everyone, of my GoPros. I'm just like, like a dang, I think I passed the catch dog. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, almost. One of them, one of them anyways. <laughs> oh, that poor old boy. Yeah, I um, I got some awesome footage and I just can't get over how awesome it is. Unclipping a bulldog, that's a cool feeling. Oh yeah. What oh, do yeah. you like in a good bulldog? 
Because, dude, you got a great bulldog. I enjoyed Rubble, man. Yeah, uh, they got to have a hard mouth. They got to bite. They got to they gotta hold. Got to have a little bit of brains in them. I, I have game dogs. They're, they're toned down by me, I guess. And when I get them from puppies, they're a little crazy. But I put a lot of work into them and kind of get them to dial down a little bit. But yeah. they main thing I look for is something that's driving a hard, hard bite with some brains. Once you get them to tone down, they, they get smarter and pay attention to stuff. Do you think there's any catch dog better than the American Pitbull Terrier? I'm sure there is. I, I've, I've seen American Bulldogs catch just as good as game dogs. I feel I feel like game dogs is what I want because they're not as big. They're, if I do have to lead a dog in the woods, I don't want to drag me on the ground, so I use a pit. Some of them still drag you on the ground. <laughs> I had an American Bulldog. She caught just as good as any pit, but she would drag you down to the ground. She was she was a bigger dog. You think male or female Bulldogs catch better, or is it, it doesn't matter? Don't matter. I've had a, a little female pit that was 45 pounds or 40, 45 pounds, and she would anchor any hog I had. They might, the hog might be able to move a little more with a smaller dog on there, but she was going to hold it. She wasn't going to let go. I'm gonna shift gears. Tell me about the best hog you've ever caught. Uh, and why he was the best. It's a big bar. Uh, Everyone loves bars. Yeah, and he he wrecked some dogs pretty good. Uh, he the the biggest one I've ever weighed that I caught with my set of dogs was 393. <sighs> it, was, it was a bar. We ran him for a couple hours. Wait, a fat ass bar can run a couple hours? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, really? hogs can run. Yes, there's people out there who say they can't. They'll run just as long as any hog. If that if that hog knows what a dog is, it knows it's got to run to get away from it, and they will do that. I guess all bars do, because they didn't become bars magically. Yep, they know what a dog is. Some people catch them in traps and bar them, but oh, a yeah. lot of them are dog caught and barred like that so well, they that, know what a dog is that bar we caught today henry said he barred that pig five years ago and yeah they caught him with dogs five years ago he had an ear gone yep that was a dog caught one that he had caught with dogs five years back he barred him and uh the hog was had a, a top winter missing on one side and the other side was going away or whatever he said i guess decaying or whatever he said it looked broke and that's why those teeth curled back into the jaw yeah right so that was crazy too. One thing I've really noticed is the the like real um, like variability in the quality of their teeth. Some pigs have like super clean white tusks, and others have like nasty rotten teeth. I, I always think it's age too. Uh, older hog usually has blacker looking at the bottom by his gums, nastier looking teeth. A lot Ugh. of young hogs got you know not teeth not near as bad as the older hog does i guess you think they eat a lot of meat these pigs yeah they'll eat dead dead animals quite a bit they're pretty nasty yep we've out there where we went today i've actually caught a boar hog by where they dumped the dead cows and he smelled like a dead cow uh, yep my friend says pigs all right i'm gonna ask you another question my my really good friend says pigs are so ugly because they eat skunks and rattlesnakes can you confirm that <laughs> i ain't never heard that <laughs> i've never heard that Man, I uh, I totally interrupted your story about catching that huge bar. You said you ran him a couple hours, and then and then. Yeah, so I ran that one uh, a couple hours, got him bait, and then 
he stayed bayed finally but by the time we got permission to go where we had to go which is in the lease next door i got a hold of the manager we went off in there and got it caught it was probably two hours he was bayed so he was fresh again two hours and bait. he whooped some dogs pretty good what what gets a dog hurt the fastest because you you taught me so much about bay etiquette and and bulldog etiquette How, uh, what what is what gets dogs hurt hunting so if you have a, a set of dogs that ain't rough that'll still help catch when the bulldog gets there but you put in a dog that wants to be rough that's not going to hold if it goes off in there and tries the hog that'll get the dogs that ain't rough cut up pretty bad because those dogs will think it's a bulldog trying to hit oh. they'll try to help catch and then they ain't got nothing holding on but them so it'll, you can get your stuff wrecked that way define a rough cur dog because i heard that a lot this trip uh, Not because people really had them, just because everyone was talking about them. So years back, I had I had a bunch of rough cur dogs that I could I could kick down two or three cur dogs and catch big bars like we caught this weekend. And I went through a lot of dogs that way, but I had a pretty good set of rough dogs, and it, three cur dogs would catch a three hundred pound bar, easy. And the, they would get cut up. I'd be out of commission for a while, but. That's I that's I switched it up just because people more people were getting into hog hunting. Hogs were getting harder to find. Hogs were running harder. Uh, back in high school, me and my buddies used to get out of school. We would go after school, hit a block of woods, catch two or three hogs, and go to the house. When I got out of high school, we would go to the same block of woods, drop down a set of dogs, and run hogs for four or five hours before we were getting them caught. So I had to breed different than I used to. You know, breed a little bit looser dog that wasn't gonna pressure the hogs as much. Uh, something that still wanted to grab a hold if they were running, but back up and bay after after grab a hold of the hog if that hog spun around or whatever. That really surprised me is how much the your curs really actually put teeth on that pig. Oh yeah, they will. If I'm, it's trying like to run, they're, they're gonna grab it. They're yeah, and they were all in smart spots, like the armpits and the butthole. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. And I'm not saying I'm going to bite a pig in the butthole, but if you told me, hey, Seth, you got to run around and bite a pig, I think that's where I'm going to try biting. In but that if that hog's area. running, they're going to grab it on the back end. If if he's uh, bait and then bulldogs hit, we got a bunch of dogs in there, you'll have some young dogs grabbing by the arm. I really don't like that because I like to work hogs. If you get a hog chewed up bad in the in the arm or the leg or whatever, you know, you can't really guarantee you that it's gonna be all right. It could catch an infection and die. So I don't like my dogs chewing on the legs, but it happens. Young dogs do it. Go in there and smack them on the head, and they'll they'll cut it out eventually. When do you think a cur dog hits his stride on average? You mean like when he's starting to you think a cur dog is really getting into their skill prime where you're like dang they're a nice dog when does that usually happen that that depends on the dog uh that jip that you hunted with today she was probably around a year old when she was really producing a lot of hogs for me uh her dad was the same way the the two half brothers holder and sniper they're the same way they started real early young on and then i got some right now that are around a year old that or at a year old they were doing okay not near as good as what the the older set of dogs i have did but now they're getting to where they produce a lot of hogs you know being two-year-old dogs so you just gotta pay attention to to the dog i guess and know be around them you know what what you're making so. what uh 
know these this changes a lot as you age and how your hunting styles change, but what what is your ideal dog right now for you? Oh, your ideal cur dog. Ideal cur dog. Yeah. Or like what I have for my set because I got some that are straight cur and then I got some that are crossed with trick hound, some running hound. I guess what what what's your ideal dog right now? Yeah, what, what are you looking for? What traits are you selecting for right now for to maximize your current success? Like Sniper. Oh, yeah. He he has plenty of hunt. Uh, he's got tough feet. Sugger has really tough feet. He, he's got a good nose on him. He's fast. He can grab a hold of one if it's wanting to run, and he'll get back in bay. He's smart enough to get back in yeah. bay. I really like that. Guys, this video, Danny got some awesome video too that I wasn't able to get. He'd be like, run in and get some video. Every time I showed up to the bay, I was in the worst spot. Yep. There was like crap in the way and I couldn't see the pig or I was just like in the wrong spot and they caught too early. Like, I don't know. So you got some amazing video and so did Henry. So uh, that will be obviously, by the time you listen to this, it's on the Patreon page, guys. So go check it out. But uh, I was going to ask you too, I, I love to, when I'm interviewing a guest after these hunts, I love to kind of delve into your history tell me the name of your best dog and Cutter. what you loved about him so much he was a it was a straight cur dog the dog had more drive than any other cur dog i've hunted with uh he was he knew what i wanted him to do i could hunt him around me he would hunt with me or i could cast him no sign and he would still go hunting and go find a hog he he knew what to do i guess he was just smart had plenty of brains, plenty of bottom, tough feet. Just really, really good dog. It, he got it done no matter what. <laughs> what year did you own this dog? Oh, uh, see, he died. He died four years ago, and he he made it to ride at four years old. So I'm gonna have to look at the 2016. Mm -hmm. So recently. Yeah, 2015, 2016. I, sure I raised him for the pup. Yes, yes. The Rayleigh and Sniper are both out of him. Rayleigh's nice. Yeah, she's I, a good I dog. I wanted Sniper to be the best dog only because I loved his name, but honestly, I think I, I think Rayleigh stole the show. Yeah, she did this trip. She, I like how she's bays tight. You know, there's a bunch of pups band with her, and they all kind of moved out when they heard our buggy come in and then she stayed right there with that pig but if that thing looked at her she'd back up immediately yeah that's what i was talking about she if it goes to run she's close enough she'll try to grab it on the butt spinner if that hog spins around she's gonna back up and bay yeah i really liked how rainy was able to control a pig but also keep herself safe because that's that's kind of a harder question i'm gonna throw you a hard ball now all right whoa is there a forest fire here right no, now? No, they're burning. They're doing the underbrush burn right there. Huh. Yeah. There's yep. like some smoke all over. Yeah. Huh. Those woods will be not... What? They should burn while we were hog hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Flush them out. Wow. It is super smoky. All right. It's underbrush burn, y'all, in these pine forests. So it's really healthy for the woods. And is that, does this hurt or help pigs, you think? Uh, probably helps them. Yeah. Burns kind of help everyone. Yep. Huh. I'm surprised this, I guess the burns are... Yeah, there's still fire right there. Oh, yeah, there will be. Surprise, this road is open. stumps and logs and stuff that fell over. Look at that one right there. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that stump is like a flame. Yep. Huh, that's cool. I drove through a forest fire once in northern New Mexico, and you could feel the heat through, like, the door panel. And yeah. the, right when we got through, 
the wildland fire crews were like shutting down the road and they're like did you guys just drive through there and we were like yeah they're like how stupid are you and we're like pretty stupid <laughs> we didn't even know he came over the hill and just whoosh there was like no clue. huge fire and we were like let's get out of here <laughs> anyway okay here's a tough question pig dogs get hurt yep what should a hog hunter do to prepare themselves mentally and preparedness for hurt dogs takes time i i don't know how to prepare for that uh I've been around it, yeah. yeah. Been around it a long time. It just takes time. You, I don't know. I guess develop a a way to just get over it and push a new one to to try to be as good as the one you lost. If it was a good dog. This is not me saying this. This is a veterinarian saying this. But I will confirm. You're a pretty good self vet. Yes, very. That seems to be a really good uh, skill to have. You have to uh, doing hog hunting as much as I do you gotta you gotta figure it out I, I was showing a lot of stuff from a old man that I've known for a long time whenever I was younger I would call him up hey Mr. Robert I got a dog cut down will you come help me yeah Danny bring it over and I'd go over there and I'd just help him and in that I learned a lot from him so this question is one that has been raging Announcement right. XP community after our episode with Python Cowboy. You're gonna hear it first, right here. Secondly, on Houseman XP, are big boar hogs good to eat? No, <laughs> no, they're not. I don't care what anyone says. I do not eat a boar hog. I, I have in the past, and it was down in South Texas. A guy made poppers out of his backstrap. I could smell it, but it didn't taste bad. He claimed that if the hog didn't stink, you could eat it. I still don't do it just because I'm not going to do it. I have bar <laughs> hogs and big sows that I can go catch and get plenty of good meat off of if oh, I need meat. It must be a, it must be a Texas thing. I I've... prefer a bar hog over any any hog. Not not a boar hog, no. I was trained to pick, trained, I'm, all my masters were in Texas. So they were just like, boar hogs are disgusting. They're not for eating. Can you eat one? Of course. Are they preferable? No. But everyone says bar hogs are where it's at. Yep, bar hogs are where it's at. All right. So the meat don't stink, don't have that musky smell. Python Cowboy Chad and the Florida crew, you guys need to give us some good convincing on why a big boar hogs could eat. You ain't gonna convince me. Keep <laughs> keep your boar hogs. I, you, can, you can have all the boar hogs you want. <laughs> I, I will say the carcass quality of those bars was unbelievable. The, the fat on that big one that we caught today, he was, how, he was probably close to 400 pounds. And how thick do you think his fat layer was? I'd say four inches. Oh, and it, when they were shoveling out his guts, like like pulling them out, gutting yes. him, the call fat around yes. his organs, his very, kidneys very were thin. like white. You know what I mean? Like surrounded. I could not believe how much belly fat all those bars have. They were as fat, if not fatter, than any pin bar I've ever seen. Yes. Raised in a pin. That's, that's uh, just eating, sleeping, and hiding in, in East Texas. What do you think? <laughs> Finding a feeder that a guy don't hunt a lot but keeps <laughs> going, and he sits there and eats off that sucker. Do you think that uh, the, the barring culture here is pretty big? Yes. Yes, I do. I've never even heard of a wild bar hog in North Texas. Never heard of it. And I got here, and everyone was all about it. Yep. Some the place I took you today, they don't do it a lot over there, but they will do it when they catch a good boar hog for 
four barring it ain't tore up bad by the dogs or something they'll they'll cut a, a hog out there every now and then uh on my leases almost every boar hog i catch i cut unless the people want them removed and then i will remove them and i will go kick them loose in another spot and i will castrate them i'll cut their nuts out pigs are so tough dude very cut his nuts off and he's just like all right whatever no squealing nothing yeah he's just like rrr, 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 rrr. some <laughs> of them squeal pretty bad and then you'll have some that just take it like a straight man just <laughs> not a peep yeah man pigs. those are usually the ones that get up and try to eat you up when you let them loose oh, too. The, the they'll that, put you up a tree quick so we again footage on the patreon page guys but we let a pig go and this is the last real topic I wanted to cover because there was a lot of questions I wanted to pick your brain about and I've already asked you most of these, but are you afraid of pigs or do you think their reputation's way overblown? Reputation's overblown. Uh, I'm afraid of I've pigs. Been, <laughs> I've been in a big group of hogs and yeah, they, they'll rally up on a dog. They'll hurt a dog pretty good, but you go off in there and hoop and holler and usually you bust that group out and they'll scatter. They're not going to come after you and attack you like people say now if you have one bait and you go off in there and get close and it's just a mean boar oh yeah i've had them run you up a tree and try to get you but they're not just gonna come to you if they see you 50 yards away and just try to tear you up have you ever had a close call letting them go oh yeah a bunch <laughs> so they can bunch. tear you up <laughs> they can that's me probably cutting his nuts out he's probably pissed off <laughs> wait probably <laughs> yeah he's not uh he's not trying to give you a hug thanks a lot yep yeah we uh we let it we let a bar hog go. so there were some lucky pigs on this trip oh yeah we let oh, yeah. we let a fair amount go because one we forgot our knife on one of them and then the other two were bars that were just like all right go grow up keep living get bigger your, yeah get bigger and fatter but Man, I uh, you didn't have to convince me too much to climb that tree and quote unquote get footage. <laughs> he, when I kicked him loose, he turned around and looked at me like he wanted to come to me. He thought about it a second, then he turned around and went the other way. He didn't <laughs> run off. He kind of walked off. Yeah, he walked off. He, he gave you a good thought. And he then, knew he was the man right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go up that tree if he come to me. I saw I, you shimmied up that tree like a damn squirrel. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, it was funny because everyone was like, Seth, find a tree and climb. I'm like, dude, all there is are these long, skinny pines. How do you climb one? Then you, you climbed it pretty fast. Yeah, you got to shimmy up that sucker. <laughs> Jump and hold on. What I climbed? Hope your, your feet are higher than his mouth. You, you called it Yopine? Yopon. Yopon. Yep. Well, how is that spelled? I really I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Y-O-P-O-N? I don't Yo know. Yopon. Yeah, Yo okay. Pond. I thought you guys were saying Yopine. No. Okay. Nope, nope, pond. The the uh, palmetto thickets, is that a preferred habitat for pigs? Oh, yeah, a lot of hogs like palmetto thickets. Uh, I don't like baying in palmetto thickets. Why? Hard to see the hog, and then they can hear the dogs coming, the bulldogs coming. You you heard how loud it was when you kicked the bulldogs loose and running through the palmettos. Very yeah. loud. I'd rather bay in a, in a briar thicket or pine thicket, you know, that it's not crazy loud when you kick the bulldog loose. A lot of big hogs are smart and they'll leave. What's uh, the ideal place to bay a pig? Not not in a fake world, fantasy world. Where is the best place that you can bay a pig commonly? Best I like a dry river bottom area. Big old oak bottom, something that's open. The bulldog can see it. When he runs in there, he can pick his shot. He, he ain't got a you know chance of getting caught up in vines and the hog coming to him, meeting him there. Oh. I like the bulldog to run in there pretty easy and pick his shot. 
Where's the worst place to bait a hog? Oh, uh, so I bait them in washouts, like where the hog is underneath the bank of a washout in the middle of the woods, like a little bitty dry stream, but just the water flowing through it made a big washout, big hole. Had them back up into the hole and fight the dogs that are in oh, front of them. Gosh. And it always seems like a bunch of stuff gets cut. Dogs get cut up pretty good in washouts. What's the scariest catch you've ever made to help the dogs out? Crawling in a washout, yeah. head on with a hog. Head on. And I had, I had, we had two bulldogs on them, but it was it, again, it was a, I think that was a boar hog actually. I was gonna say a bar, but I think it was a boar. And he was every bit of 275, big teeth. I was crawling in there and I was praying that he was not going to rush me, that the Bulldogs <laughs> had enough attention on it they wasn't going to rush me. But he kind of come to me, but I was able to push on a Bulldog and keep him from getting me somehow. Oh. Grabbed his back leg and I was pulling as hard as I could, backing out as I was as I was going. And we got his back feet and him turned around and pulled him out of there. Oh, but that man. was that was sketchy. Is that the only time that's really ever happened, or you've done that a few times? I've had, so that was the worst one. I've had I've had to crawl in little washouts and stuff in creeks like that a few times. So It's the smallest pig you've ever caught. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I told you about Leggett this year, that salad. They didn't want to stop. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they come out premature. So the size so, of a jackrabbit? <laughs> no, it was smaller than that, probably. Yeah, but, I, uh, <laughs> I went thermal pig hunting with rifles, and... and uh, I shot one about the size of an armadillo. It's yep. the only one that gave me a shot. And I was like, all right, yep, that's my that's my smallest pig of all time. But it was a good time. All right. Last question. What do you We we uh we had to pause the recording for a second. We got a call from the one and only Dustin Machado. The machete man. Machete. That was a good time. Blood tracking that guy. I wouldn't even be here right now if it wasn't for him. Yes, sir. That guy is a cool dude and a character. And he's got the nicest dog you'll ever meet. Yeah, very <laughs> nice. He'll rip your arm off if you try to pet him. <laughs> dude, I need to get a sticker for Dustin's dog box. Though. Dutch likes me if I have my Slim Jims that I made from the year before. My deer meat Slim Jims. That's the only time he likes me. Yeah, I. He never. we never got to that point. There's a... I got a good story where he had to ride in the back of the truck, in the back seat of the truck with us because I brought one of my dogs and Dustin had a different dog in the other side of the dog box. So I felt like I was going to be attacked the whole ride. It was the most uncomfortable <laughs> ride that I've ever had with a dog in that truck. I felt like he was watching me and he was literally going to attack me from behind that the entire trip. That dog gives the most hardcore side eye. Yes. He'll just be like... He has a, he has a good stare. Yeah, That's he, the only dog I, I don't like to look at in the eyes. <laughs> For one, he's loud when he barks and everybody looks at you like, leave the dog alone. Then if you don't, you know, it's just, all right, he established dominance, but he is not the dominant person in the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a, it, was a, it was a great time. And I, I remember when I first met you, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust out some nostalgia. All right. You showed up to Corrigan. Yep. Rip was a breath of fresh air compared to Dutch for the last day. <laughs> yeah, you can pay him. He's yeah, nice. He's a very sweet boy. And yep. all the best footage I got was a rip band. That's good. Because That's good. it just happened to be happenstance. Dutch found all the dead ones. And, and just by chance, rip, we put down on any of the ones that were still. Like I said, you're the lucky charm. Nothing, Nothing's easy unless you're around. Easy bays, the deer <laughs> that we tracked that whole weekend, we had only one broke leg, I think. Yeah. Everything else was dead. Yeah. Found dead. Yep. That you, don't happen. <laughs> the deer that me and you chose 
was yeah yep yep that was the only one that was broke leg deer that besides the doe i guess y'all got it yeah doe. i was gonna say that doe if you guys remember that story that yep. was amazing they caught that doe and yep. that was super rad yeah um anyway yeah so uh when i met you danny all right when i dustin was like yeah, Danny's got some hog dogs. And I was like, really, you got some hog dogs? It took you about one second to whip your phone out and your scroll bar of videos of your dogs catching hogs was like a thousand miles long and you just kept showing me video after video after video. Much like me with my rabbit dogs. I've had iPhones for a long time, so everything goes up in the cloud. You download your pictures off the cloud. You got pictures for, for years and years back, so. I looked up at Dustin. He looked at me and just gave me a little bit of a nod. And I was like, this guy's legit as they come catching pigs. And I noticed none of your videos are at night. <laughs> yeah. I, I hunt at night when it gets hot, just not a lot. I got a uh, bunch of I'm over bunch night. of shit eaters, but <laughs> I'm over it at night. You were like, oh, we can catch pigs during the day. We caught 17 pigs during the day. You can catch pigs during the day. I'm saying it right now and I'm happy to say it. <laughs> bunch of foot warmers, bunch of junk. <laughs> It's been a great time, Danny. If you have anything else to say, now's the time, brother. I think this is we're wrapping it up. We're about to get to the house. Covered it all. I appreciate the heck out of it, brother. Yes, sir. This was a hell of a trip. I will be Very back. Different. It's a 16-hour drive or an hour and 22-minute flight. It's a no-brainer. Hit the flight. Hit the <laughs> Hit flight. The flight. <laughs> I hate driving. I don't know how Chris does it. He's a crazy old man. So I will be back, you guys. Go check out our Patreon page for this awesome content from this trip. I love bringing it. I apologize I missed one week because I was on the road getting this content, but I'm going to make up for it. I got a lot of content up there now. Awesome bay footage, pigs running everywhere, bulldogs doing their thing. If you're not a pig hunter, you guys need to check it out. It's amazingly fun. If you are a pig hunter, I get it. It is super fun. An amazing resource out here that's available 24-7 to go out and harvest. Get some big fat bar hogs. If you're Chad Reynolds, the crazy monster, you can go eat some big fat boar hogs too. Let him have it. <laughs> he, can, he can keep on eating them. You guys, thanks for tuning in to All Mixed Up. Catch y'all later. So, we have a special little bonus on top of this. Is that I right? I left this. We do. We do. I, after I met Riggin for the first time, I met him and he had just finished up that huge bar hog. By the time we got there, that monster like growth into its own jawbone bar hog. He was sitting there and I was like, man, kid, that was impressive. Like I, that was really cool. And he was super kind, respectful kiddo. Uh, Dustin or uh, Danny was like, yeah, this guy works for Houndsman XP. And his eyes turned into moons. I mean, instantaneously, his eyes right. got huge. And he was being all <laughs> super respectful, you know, bashful. And uh, I was like, hey, you want to be on the show? And oh, man, that made my heart swell. You know what I mean? He was so excited, but he was being all respectful to his elders. He's like, I don't know, you know. And I was like, no, come on, come on, we'll talk. So um, this is tailgate talk style, you guys. Uh, I, I always like to lead into my favorite question to break the ice is tell me three things you like about a good whatever. And uh, we have a short little 10 minutes with Reagan here, you guys. So uh, I wanted to throw him on to the main episode. So shout out to you, buddy. You're a little warrior yourself. And uh, I had a great time hunting with you, man. You got a bright future of houndsmanship ahead of you. So let's just roll right into me and Reagan inside the tool shed, cooling off from that hot, humid East Texas sun. That's awesome. We just got done hunting here in East Texas. 
And I got the American Eagle with me. Why don't you introduce yourself, brother? And then I'm going to ask you three things you like in a good cur dog. Introduce yourself to the Hounds and XP world. Uh, I'm Regan Lane. I'm 15. I like to hog hunt and duck hunt and everything else in the in between. Yeah, you're a running around out there. I'm glad you came. You, <laughs> this kid had his clothes off faster than I could run to the bay. There's a hog in water, and I just looked up, and he went from in jeans and a t-shirt to just underwear in like what five seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. It's good to have 15-year-olds running around being crazy for uh, us sweaty, too much humid people like me. <laughs> Tell me three good things you like in a bay dog. Um, one that's got the want and the drive to do it, just naturally, just being a puppy. They just, you know, you let them out in the yard and they're gone. You know, they're just chasing butterflies and baying anything they see. And then you want one with drive and you want one that's athletic that will go all day and just really just has the like the heart for it because i mean it don't matter how athletic your dog is how fast he is how muscly he is how anything it, if you don't have a dog that has a love and a passion for it there's you won't be able to beat that dog like it's just not gonna happen it's just simple as that and then you really just want something i don't know you really just want something of your dude like you can really we usually put a decent handle on ours too, so like you can call them out. You know, like they have a very good respect for you because we've raised ours for. I mean, my mom's grandpa started this, so I mean, we've had these dogs in our line for a long, long time. So, I mean, it's just bred into them naturally now that they're just athletic, smart, fast, and have the drive and the willpower to want to go do it. So I mean, it's just they're usually natural, just go getters. Tell me about that bulldog you didn't have to lead in. He walked right by you like a, like uh, a champ. That's, Tell me about that. that's that, the weirdest looking bulldog I'd ever seen up yeah, to this sure. point. So we had a um, pretty good friend of ours. She um, she had found this dog on the side of a road, and his name was Sloan. And, well, she named him Sloan because the first day she got him, she put him in a horse trailer, and uh, he fell asleep in the Todd Sloan saddle, so she named him Sloan. Well, she had him for a while, and then he started chasing chickens and all the goats and everything like that. So she's like, I can't keep him no more. So she brings him over to us and, you know, we have him and we've always trained a bunch of um, cur dogs and catch dogs for people and put handles on them. Well, we start with him and uh, he just naturally just went up there and smoked one, smoked one. And then we also um, helped do guided, like, um, help train um, duck dogs and stuff. So we just integrated that from duck hunting from two different, you know, sides of the spectrum into your catch dog because I don't know about you but I get tired of getting drug around and hit by briars and everything so um <laughs> well I've only done it once so I'm not yeah man golly it's horrible though but the we, briars are terrible yes sir they're terrible yes sir I, I am not a fan <laughs> <laughs> and then um we really just taught him like that and started him off kind of like a duck dog you were like with healing and here and all that and you know he just learned naturally and now kind I mean, of dog is he? uh he's half border collie and half um pit when i saw him i was like that's the furriest bulldog yes, i've ever seen in my life and that sucker can run one down in the field and will hit one like a train in the he's woods tough. i mean i yes, saw sir. him hold that pig like nothing yeah that big bar hog he was he was holding this yeah tell me about the biggest pig you've ever caught um it's probably gonna be the one today that sucker's oh, you heard it here folks <laughs> yeah that sucker's probably about 440 and i've i've caught some big ones we caught some there at 380 390 and all of the above but i ain't never caught one that was that big he's almost 450 
teeth are like six or seven inches. They grow back into his skull. I mean, you don't get much bigger than that. That big was, I'm, I burped on Mike here. I'm eating a kolache because I'm dying of hunger. I have, that pig was so crazy. It's, if anyone's watching the Insta stories, was watching the Insta stories when this was being recorded, this thing's teeth were like growing back into its own jaw. Yeah. Then took put a hole in his skin and it's just like his skin's just formed around it and just like it's crazy. What, what do you like catching the most? A, a sow, a boar, or a bar? Hmm. It just depends on like what I'm doing. Like in a tournament, it don't matter to me. But like if I'm out here, I want to like just hunt for fun. I want to catch a big waspy boar hog. What's a waspy boar hog? One that you send the bulldogs and you just hear stuff breaking out here. Oh, oh. And you know, <laughs> you know his own. <laughs> That we when you park 200 yards away and you can smell that sun gun, <laughs> and you just you just hear a bunch of yipping in there and stuff getting whooped down and you gotta walk in there and you know he's big. I mean, <laughs> dude, I walked into one of those bays and I could smell that hog yeah. way before I could. Yeah, see sir. Him. And that really wasn't even wasp because you'll see them sitting there chomping their teeth and they'll go after them damn cur dogs. You'll hear breaking cur dogs getting thrown around. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like when that when we made that big boar hog, boar hog off that um, top of that ravine. I came over here and I looked. And his ass was like to me, and I couldn't. I was like, only thing I could do, I just like jumped on his back like a spider monkey and just went to him. Cause I was like, that's the only thing I could do. Cause the bad thing about bars is, and bull hogs do it too, is they'll like they'll squat on their butt where you can't really get their legs out from under them if they're big enough. It's just cause our dogs they go up there and nip them on the ass to get them to stop and all that, and they sit down and then they just sit there and want to fight you and spin on you. So I mean, it really ain't it ain't fun. Now sows, they're just big. You know, they're just big babies. They're pretty easy to catch and kill, or just even just for tournaments. But probably, I'm going to say the softest hog that there is, like if you're trying to keep them alive, is going to be a bar just because they don't have no, you know. That one didn't have an eater on one side. Yeah, that, and then they just don't, you know, they get stressed out really easily because they're so big and they're so heavy. And that's just like with sows. Like, sows are pretty, they're good. They'll, they'll last more than longer than any of them. But, um, yeah, it's usually like that. What, uh. Well, first of all, how long you been hunting? Man, um, my mom uh, was pregnant with me. Like, she's only two days away from a due date, and I was out there. And then, so you've been hunting since you were a fetus. Oh yeah, basically, <laughs> yes, sir. And then, I mean, maybe I was. You heard a boar hog get caught by a catch dog when you were still in the womb. Oh yes, sir. I mean, <laughs> I was probably about two or three months old, you know, and she strapped me. She's rat strapped, strapped me in my car seat on the front of the four wheeler, and I, you know, I went. And ever since then, I just kept going and done tournaments and just went all over the world doing this. And Danny said that he's known you it. since you were knee high to a grasshopper. Yes, sir. He's known, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's known me since I was itty bitty. <laughs> yeah, so I just grew up with a passion for it, and I always will. What's the name of your favorite dog you ever known? Favorite dog ever known? Cur dog or catch dog? Let's do cur first. Cur dog. Who? That's gonna be a whole one. I'm gonna say my old Jip I used to have that she passed away. It's either gonna be Solo, that dog, or um, dang, it was Slick. His name was Slick. That sucker was awesome. What made Slick so good? <laughs> I mean, all of them, all of ours do it now, but it's just he was just on a different level. Like I was talking about earlier, he's just on a different level of love for it. Cause like, as soon as we catch that hole, he's gone. Well, I mean, all of our dogs are like that now, but he was just faster, just somehow, and he just like he knew. It, it was weird because he knew. Like, it's like every time, like you'd be driving, go somewhere, and he'd just start freaking out. You let him go, and he's gone. And then you won't pick him up. I mean, you'll see him one time. You won't even see him at the bay. I mean, you'll see catch dogs, and you'll catch 
30, 40 hogs behind him, not even just – you won't see him. Like he's, it was, he's getting ahead as soon as the yes, hogs caught. Yes, like it was, it was gone. Like he was rolling <laughs> over just like that. It was crazy. What about your catch dog, your favorite catch dog? Man, we've had a bunch of good, good leadless dogs. I like Sloan. <laughs> yes, sir. I love Sloan. Sloan, I would say for my right now dog, it's definitely Sloan. But back in the day, hmm, let me think. So we had one named Trooper and one named Buddy, and they were both just like Sloan. You know, they're smaller, but full bulldog. You know, they weren't as hairy. <laughs> but, um, man, that's going to be a hard one. I'm going to say Gamble because that was the fastest hardest hitting dog I've ever seen in my life like it is crazy and just like them just leadless and it's probably gamble for sure he was awesome i'm gonna ask you a question this is not a trick question yes sir. you afraid of a big hog uh let me okay because i am because okay i'm not gonna lie to you now i've ran in on big ass hogs before like 340 350 all that you know and it don't phase me but when i was still on top of that ravine up there and looking down at that hog i was like and it was only a split-second decision, yeah. you know, because I had to get down there, so nothing got cut up. And I was just like, well, and now I got taught at a young age, don't hesitate, because if you hesitate, you get hurt. So I was like, oh, God. So I just, all I knew to do is I couldn't go around because it's too thick, so I just freaking jumped on his back. And mid-jump, I was scared. But once I was on him, I was like, oh, I got him now. <laughs> but just, I was really kind of scared of the fall more than I was anything. But other than that, not really. No, sir. First time I saw this guy, we were coming up. His mom called Danny and was like, we just caught a, a hippopotamus down here. And so we showed up. And the first time I saw this kid, he was riding. He had just got done riding on the back of this giant bar hog. Yes. And I was like, this kid just killed a 400-pound bar hog with like a pocket knife. Yeah. So, <laughs> By myself, too. I was just like, it was just me. <laughs> and then he goes aquatic in his underwear and reels in a shark-tooth yeah. boar. That was... I was yes, like, I got to have this kid on the show. I don't care what's going down. We're calling it early. I'm going to bring yes, this guy sir. into the bar and we're going to talk. <laughs> yes, sir. You uh, you see yourself being a hog hunter for a long time? Uh, the rest of my life, yes. Yeah? Sir. Yeah? What, is sure. it, what do you love about hog hunting? What, what is it? Just the, just one thing, I just love listening to the dogs. I love watching the dogs work. And then I really, really love just hearing the dogs bay and then getting that adrenaline rush and then going in and putting your hands on a big one. There's nothing you can beat it. I mean, other than killing mallards in the hole, you know. Like, oh, yeah. You're other than killing ducks, hunger. yeah. Other than killing ducks, I mean, that's two top things I'll do for the rest of my life. But, yeah, yeah. you yeah, got sure. a long, uh, very successful life ahead of you hound hunting, but yeah, yeah, I can sure. tell you, you've already got off to such a good start. Yeah, sure. And Thank you. Yeah, man. It's been uh, it's been great here. This place, this property is unreal. I, I mean, yeah, sure. this is my first time, so you've seen... Uh, You've seen a lot more action than most yes, people. <laughs> so, uh, yes, hey, it was awesome having you on the show, buddy. I appreciate the heck out of yes, it. Yes, sir. And, uh, keep hunting. Yes, sir. For sure. Chad, I love traveling for this show <laughs> and I love meeting people. I think one of my greatest passions in life is meeting people. I, right. I love dog work. I obviously love dogs, the outdoors and animals, but I love people the most, man. Uh, I think people are awesome so especially when you meet cool ones so big shout out to all my friends in east texas and uh that's all i got to say man my jaw's getting sore from just and my heart's pounding just thinking about it again, <laughs> so i'll let you close us out if you have nothing else to say brother but i'm sure people are tired of hearing my annoying baritone <laughs> <laughs> no no that was fantastic thanks for going there and gathering everything for us it, it, that that was fantastic i felt like i'm there with you so no i i, I you got all me. You got me all answered, man. I'm good to go. Um, well, right. let's uh, let's uh, let's hunt them hard and treat them like heroes.
and don't get barred. <laughs> don't get barred. <laughs> Thanks, brother. I'll catch you later. Yep. Yep.